Blog Talk Radio. I'ma tell you like my mama used to tell me. I guess it's hard to turn it down. <laughs>
Yes, indeed, what's going on, what's happening. Good afternoon to everybody out there. It is now time, and you are now tuned into Indie Review Radio. Yes, indeed. That's what you're here for. That's what I am here for. I am C. Truth holding it down. Uh, Rachel today is out training some people. So she's out and about doing her thing as she does. You know, Rachel does a multitude of things, and um, I'm going to be holding it down for her. We have a great guest with you uh, joining us, I should say, a little bit later on in the program. So stay tuned for that as well. The number is 646-478-5123. The email is IndieReviewCD at gmail.com. Of course, you can also hit us up on Twitter. That's IndieReview, and we spell that R-E-V-U-E just in case you look for it and you can't find it and so forth. That's what it is, man, in review. Going on almost about, I'd say, three years or so. So we've been putting in some work for quite some time now. We want to thank all the supporters and all the people who um, reach out to us all the time and like our work and like what we do here. And we do it for you, each one of you out there, every single person, no matter who you are, where you are from, and so forth. And, you know, before I go any further, it's time for the universal greetings. Everyone out there checking us out, I say good morning, good afternoon, good night, buenos noches, buenos dias, konnichiwa, salam, namaste, sakpase, sakafet, assalamu alaikum, malafi, parev, good day, neho ma, bonjour, bonsoir, what up, son, what up, oh, alito, akaske, what the business is, where you at now, and yo, leseyo, sowate, fau, bona, suwa, bona, Ocia, mucho que bienvenido, que pasó, que pasa, salam, merhaba, and hello, what up, though, all that good stuff. We are here for everybody out there, and also gotta give a big up to Lady Ginger, who is in the chat room, our intellectual coin phraser, and she's saying something about about pre-order. I'm not sure what that is, but we're going to find out exactly uh, what that's all about. The big up to Ginger, who's always supporting us, always holding us down as we do our thing up here on Indie Review. So, like I said, we have a guest who's joining us in about 20 minutes from now. We're going to get to her and find out what she's been up to. She, she's joined us before, so she has some new things that she's working on. And, um, we're going to find out exactly what those are. But in the meantime, between time, is there something you want to know, something you like to hear, something you want to share, events you got coming up? I mean, I know uh, coming up next week is the big, big, you know, holiday, Thanksgiving in the United States. So a lot of people are going to be traveling, be out and about, you know, getting together with family, uh, doing different events and so forth. So we want to hear about all those types of things. If you're going to be cooking, if you're going to be, you know, preparing stuff, bringing dishes, all of that, we want to hear about all of it. But in the meantime, I'm going to do some Kiki Wyatt, light me up. That is what we're getting into right now. Stay tuned. It's in the review. Can't be 
need a shower So baby, rain on me Every minute, every hour Never knew that
somebody venting their frustration I'm getting high but feel no elevation Running hard, running out of patience Waiting for the day when the strong ones wake up Instead of taking handouts from the base Wanna do no work but wanna aid And they won't make a pick them out of faith No, think twice everything I see Cause nowadays nobody is marching But seems like everybody keeps bitching
just Miss Ginger, who's not sure what she's going to be cooking next week, but we're going to find out from her. In any event, let's continue on with some more stuff as we await our lovely, lovely guests. And uh, we'll be back with some information for you people out there. I want to let you know about an actor who's doing some great work as far as produce, um, nutrition, and uh, getting some good things to the peoples out in the South. And we're going to go down to the South right now with someone out of Virginia. Her name is Sonora, and this is her joint, Higher. Thank 
uh, vice versa, and people who are from the Caribbean know a lot about, um, you know, Brazil or or whatever. So there's, like, this beautiful, um, like, real fusion of, of uh, and respect for culture and, and the expression of that in music. So the musicians there, like, really played music from all over the world really authentically, and I was blown away by that, so inspired by that. And when I got in a room with these guys who were from all over, Germany, Jamaica, India, Uganda, Japan, um, you know, um, Israel, Eritrea, and when we got in a room and started jamming, we found out that we had, we, we were from different places, but we had similar tastes. We all love Bob Marley. We all love Sade. We all love the police. And uh, we just kind of merged those sounds together into what became the album that I've just released now called The Expats. And it's uh, like an African and reggae infused um, with soul and alternative rock. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 a great piece too. Like a, a lot of this is it's just a, a gumbo pot of different sounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think that that makes it even more better that that you have all of those different ingredients in there. Because I it's, appreciate it's that you big, say that. Isn't, and that says yeah. something about you. It means that you you kind of you you appreciate variety and diversity. And as some people, you know, the, the the industry side of this of of the of music will will tell you that listeners don't want variety. They want the yeah. same thing over and over, and they want it to fit within a certain format. And I have never found that to be true. To just being a, on an indie artist on the grind and interacting with listeners directly and with tastemakers like you guys directly, I've never found that to be true. So I'm, I'm reassured and happy to hear you say that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And this this is the same industry that now is scrambling and trying to figure out like how do we, you know, survive and maintain in this particular you know era of music where mm-hmm. people are just gravitating towards what they like and they're not listening to what's being yep. told that they should like. So, and, and you're absolutely right. right. People just like good music. Period. <laughs> you know, if it's good, then right. they, they're gonna like it regardless of what. Right. But um, exactly. Uh, it, it, what 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 were some of the um, differences like working in Toronto, which which I've, I've been to Toronto, and exactly what you said is the way it is, and I appreciate that for it. Um, mm-hmm. What were some of the things that you had to, I guess, kind of readjust to, like after you know leaving that environment and coming back, you know, and working with so many diverse people, mm-hmm. or was there a particular place here? Um, back in the States where you, you have that same diversity? That's such a good question. Um, you know, I think D.C. is kind of close to Toronto. It's very, which is where I'm from, and it's very um, international with the embassies and the, the large immigrant community, and there's a huge Ethiopian community here. The only difference is that there's less interaction, and because there's less interaction, there's still a little bit of ignorance between the different cultures. So, uh, But there's but beneath that, it's like it's a very thin sort of veil. Like once you kind of crack through that, you find that, you know, people really are more open-minded than you would think. But it's not like, for instance, I just came back from Chicago. I did an in-store at the Music Experience, and that's a very different type of city where it really is like very racially segregated and culturally oh, yeah. segregated. And it's not, so it's. I feel fortunate that D.C. is a, is you know, it's okay. It's better. It's better than probably most cities, but it's it's not the ideal. And you know, hopefully, like music and the larger influx of um, immigrants and you know just time will change that. 
I've definitely noticed a difference from the time my family immigrated here in the um, late 70s to till now. I mean, there's a, just a, like a much more global mindset and a lot less ignorance about different foods and languages and names and, you know, things that are just different from, like, the dominant culture. So I think it's getting better. But, you know, there's still room to grow. Like, for instance, you know, one of the things I loved about the musicians in Toronto was that they could, you know, they had a, um, they had absorbed these different rhythms and sounds, like, automatically. It was already in their lexicon. And it's not necessarily the case with some of the um, musicians that I play with here. And I have to, um, you know, they have to take time to sort of study it and get used to, like, even though they're killer um, musicians, they may not be familiar with playing, a, like, a 6-8 rhythm because it's just not uh, something that they've grown up around. And it's a different, it's not harder, it's just different. So, you know, the, it just requires a little bit more um, thought and exposure. So it's, it's I'm happy that it's, like, you know, it's opening is opening people's minds on, you know, on different levels. Absolutely. We are talking to Wayne I right here on the program. Indie Review, call us 646-478-5123. Join us in the chat room. Email us, cd at gmail.com. Now, as an indie artist and someone that's been doing it, you know, on your own, given this climate and, and given what's been going on, what are some of the things that you have to do to maintain and to consistently um, be on top of your create, creative side and on top of your business side, which, you know, there are a lot of um, independent artists that we speak to and that we give their show tours, and maybe there's something that they can gain from some of the things that you've been able to do. Oh, that, that, that would be great. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm learning still, even though I've been doing this for so many years, but one of the few things that I've figured out is um, to just constantly create, to stay creating. So, um, it, you know, writing is sort of like a muscle, so every opportunity that I have to write a song or um, a hook or whatever, I'll take it because I recognize even if I don't end up using it on my project, it's part of building my muscle so that when I, I am ready to do my thing, I'm at, I'm in good shape, you know, I'm in good creative shape. Um, I've also learned to really guard my ears, which is something that I have to discipline myself to do on a regular basis because sometimes I want to just, you know, turn on the radio and listen to something, you know, just like easy and kind of lame. Um, but uh, I have to sort of really be careful and only listen to stuff that's great because I recognize that whatever I listen to is going to come out of me when I'm in the creative process. So the more I can control what the quality of what goes in, the better the quality of what comes out will be. And I've also recently learned how to get better at um, really engaging with folks on social media because it's such a wonderful way to get like instant feedback and really build a relationship with the people who are sustaining your career. And, you know, before I hadn't really found the sort of joy in that, I kind of like really more so appreciated the one on the first person experience, the face-to-face experience. But mm-hmm. I, I get how it's like the next best thing. I sort of found a way to like really connect with it. It wasn't my thing before, but I've, I've found a way to really enjoy it now. So I'm really uh, active and sort of addicted now to my like my Twitter and my Facebook and 
my Instagram. So I encourage everyone to, if you like what you hear today, to check me out, look me up on Twitter, Wayne and Music, and Facebook, Wayne and Music, and Instagram, Wayne and Music, and hit me up because I definitely want to connect and like hear people's thoughts and feedback. Absolutely, absolutely. And just to um, add on to what you're saying, that it, it still is important to make those connections, um, like face-to-face as well. Like even though there's social media, it's still important to, to get out there and, and meet and greet the people and, and so forth. Like people can't forget that and leave out that aspect because that, that's right. also, from what I've seen, that's, that's been an issue as well. Like people leaving yeah. that or just leaning more towards social media. Yeah, yeah, it's true because it kind of, it gives you like a weird sort of safety net that you're just kind of, you can kind of hide behind and it's not entirely, it's not, a, um, it's not the full, it's not the full picture. So it's it's easy to like, um, you know, just sort of forget what that, what the actual, you know, it's like one should lead to another, you know, an email or a tweet or whatever should lead to somebody having a, and, and like a, you know, a real interaction with you. Absolutely. Ideally. Oh. Yeah. We're talking to Wayne R. right now on the program, Indie Review, 646-478-5123, Indie Review CD at gmail.com. Uh, you have a background in, in speech communication. Like, did that help you with uh, anything that you do uh, musically mm-hmm. at all? Yeah, I guess it did kind of because um, my first job was working at the Clinton White House and, and we were writing – um, like very short responses on very in-depth issues. So we like most of the things that we wrote were between two to three paragraphs, and they were on pretty big subjects uh, or in-depth subjects. So it kind of taught me how to um, sort of condense um, ideas into like a limited amount of words, which helps with my songwriting a little bit because. You know, that's the trick to writing a song. It's sort of like, you know, the, the poetry part of it is trying to convey something um, that everyone can relate to with just a limited amount of words. And I, I think it sort of helped me with that a little bit. Um, but probably more than anything, it just taught me a certain, like, level of, um, like, excellence that I wanted for my work because I was in this very intense, competitive um, environment where you know it, it, there was really no room for error. We, we, there, we weren't really allowed to have error. Although of course there was error, we were all always striving to um, to do the best that we absolutely could because it was, everything we did was a reflection of the president. So we were, you know, just always trying to be excellent. And I and just having that sort of standard imposed on me early on in my life and career was a good but it just set the bar really high. So after that, I always put everything I could into whatever I did. So every album I, like, you know, squeezed every drop of whatever I had in it um, creatively and artistically and, you know, even the packaging and whatever I could do to make it look professional. I always did that, and I think that experience helped with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, your video that you have for one of the songs on the album, Call Out, I Want to Wait, um, mm-hmm. you have a, a girls' baseball team, you know, for that mm-hmm. particular video and so forth. Talk about why you chose that and and what the actual video theme is about. Sure. So, you know, we I, I, I really just wanted to 
do something different and offer a, a, a different interpretation of the song. And the song is basically about just basically facing your fears and um, being bold and uh, not waiting to sort of um, overcome whatever challenge faces you. And the vision that the director had was to sort of encapsulate um, a group of girls who are at the prime of their lives. It's like a coming-of-age story. And they face this challenge from a rival team. And they um, they face the challenge head-on. And they sort of come closer together as a result and have this huge, this like really powerful memory that they walk away from for the rest of their lives feeling like they you know, they, they met, they faced a demon and they won. And, and now they've, you know, they're walking through the rest of their lives with the nostalgia and the confidence that they got from that experience. And that that was just the feeling that I wanted people to have when they heard the song. I wanted them to think of summer. So that's why, you know, we picked this um, baseball setting. I wanted them to, you know, feel, I wanted it to be a feel-good song, but an empowering song that they would, you know, what, that it would, like, evoke the same sort of feeling that, these girls would have as their memory, you know, having faced this challenge and, you know, basically become grown up a little bit and and become like stronger women for the rest of their lives as a result. Absolutely. We're talking to Wayne here on the program in the review. Call us up 646-478-5123. Email us in the review CD at gmail.com. What are some of the other areas or aspects of things that you do um, outside of music just to create a balance or just just different uh, interests that you may have? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm a mom, so I'm very devoted to raising my daughter and um, she's three and a half now, and we have another one coming soon. We have another one on the way, so oh, I'm, wow, you know, good. doing yeah. So we're sort of I'm balancing um, two at the same time. Two dreams are happening at the same time, so it's a good feeling. Um, and uh, you know, my my husband and I we just moved into a historic home in Bowie, which is was kind of like our dream for the past three years. We found this, we stumbled on this old home while we were on a walk one day, and it was really run down, dilapidated home, but it was gorgeous. Um, and it was different from all the other homes in the community. And we just fell in love with the character of it. And when we did our research, we found that it had some historical significance that the um, the former owner of it, or the, the person who built it was um, Governor Odin Bowie, who was like, the, they named the city that we live in after him. And um, he was wow. former governor of Maryland and done all these cool things. So we we um it was like this amazing process that we that we went through to try to get the house it looked like it wasn't ever going to happen and then over the course of two years we stuck with it and we finally got it and um so we and we, we renovated it for a year and we just moved in in august so we're still um there's still so much to be done because the house is quite old and um you know we're taking it sort of piece by piece, but it's this really cool, fun project. Like, I'm learning a lot about colonial architecture and trying to choose, um, like, you know, renovations that will sort of stay true to the period while um, adding, like, a modern twist and learning about decorating and what's our style, what's our fit, what's functionally, what functionally fits our family. And and it's just fun. It's like this, you know, and and I think most... um, 
women can attest it's like there's this like nesting thing that you kind of go through when you move into a new place. So I'm definitely going through that in the back of my mind while you know, while all this other stuff's going on and enjoying our new our new digs. Absolutely. Now do you find uh that entire process is similar to making music or putting together songs or songwriting? Mm-hmm. That's such a smart question. You know, it's interesting. I read this great book a while back called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And um, it's like, um, you know, she talks about how artists can heighten their spirituality or their creativity through these spiritual exercises. And one of the things she recommended you do was to do something creative that was not in your primary field of creativity and that it basically gave your what she called her your inner artist a, a chance to just play almost like a child and not have any like attachments to what it was creating but that that exercise would make you sort of more attuned to your spirituality and your creativity when you were doing your actual thing so I think this is kind of like a um and it's like a creative exercise because it definitely there's an element of creativity to it and um you know, and so it's, yeah, it kind of flexes those muscles in a fun way, in a completely fun, unstressful way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. When you, Especially when you're putting up, you know, different, like, you know, sometimes people put up different things. I know I do just to get a particular vibe or to feel like yeah. a, a creative, like, spirit, you know, going on, so. Yeah, totally impacts how you feel when you walk into a room, right? Like, it like, completely changes your mood or what you want to do in that space. Yeah. Um, is it the Japanese that, that they have that whole art of feng shui mm-hmm. where you arrange mm-hmm. things according to, to, to get, I guess, particular moods and stuff like that with, within your house. So I know that's another uh, extension of that. Yeah. You have to school me on that. I don't, I don't know that much about that. I've heard about it, but yeah. Right, yeah, right. Well, basically that's what it is. Like you, you arrange particular objects within the within your rooms of, of your house to give like a particular vibe, like when you walk in or when you sit in a, a certain like area. Like I'm not that versed in it to know all the intricate mm-hmm. details, but I, I have a little bit of like cursory knowledge on it. So, but in any event, <laughs> we're talking to uh, Wayne here on the program. She is an artiste. She does her thing on the independent level, and she has a new project out that's called The Expats. You all should check that out and get that and support that. And how can they do that? Hello? Hello? No, I'm sorry. Did I lose you for a sec? Yeah, you did. Did you hear my last question? Sorry, I didn't. Could you you repeat that again? I was just telling them... um, uh, that you know you have a new project out called Expats and and how can they um, get a hold of that, take a listen, support it, buy it, and so forth. Sure. So it's on iTunes and Amazon and most places where you can um, buy music online. You can go to my SoundCloud page, um, which is just SoundCloud.com/slash/Wayna and listen to most of the cuts. Um, and, um, and yeah, you can so you can you can buy it on those outlets and stream it on my SoundCloud page, and um, yeah, and you can support that way. You can join you can join my mailing list also, and um, find out when I'll be coming to your city if you want to buy a, a hard copy too. And uh, depending on your city, there are a few retailers that are carrying it there, so you can drop me a note on Facebook or Twitter um, or Instagram, Wayne Music, and um, I'll let you know if you're interested in buying a hard copy, where to get it in your city. 
Cool, absolutely. And two more questions, and then we'll let you uh, get back to your day. Um, you said uh, that nine, Club 930, right, in D.C.? was like one of your favorite favorite clubs. Is, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. No, I've, I've been there now. Why is it one of your favorite places? I just love the uh, the feel of the room. It's like not too big, not too small. The stage is set so nicely that you can see it from anywhere in the um, in the venue. And because it's like just the right size, they always get bands that I really want to get. You know, they're not really like huge pop acts who play there. It's more like um, you know, a really established indie bands or um, you know like alt bands who would play there. So I really enjoy. Um, their selection and the, just the sound and the vibe and everything. It's like really just about the music. Absolutely, absolutely. And what what are some of the things that uh, you're looking to, to do within, you know, just entertainment arts in general that you, you have not yet? Well, I really want to do a tour. I really want to go on a tour. That's something I've never done. I've done like a series of spot dates in a row, but I've never gone on an extended tour. So I'm hoping that this album will uh, bring that uh, for next summer. So, um, you know, definitely look out for um, for me in your city, and hopefully I'll be on a string of uh, on on a good run. Um, and, you know, I just want to keep collaborating with artists that are going to push me in different directions. I mean, this this album um, be- came about because I came went out of my comfort zone and worked with different people, So, and it inspired a whole new sound in me. So I just want to keep doing that and uh, working with different artists that are going to, you know, show, show me something that will inspire me. Absolutely. Once again, we've been talking with Wayne I. She has a great new project out called Expats. Definitely check that out, support it, um, listen to it, recommend it. And what we're going to do is we're going to get into your song from there called I Don't Want to Wait, which we spoke about earlier about the video with the uh, all-women's baseball team that you had in there. So um, why don't you introduce that to us? Sure. So this is I Don't Want to Wait of the Expats. It's a mix of Bob Marley meets Motown. And uh hope you like it. Absolutely. And thank you once again for being on the program and continue success with what you're doing. Congrats on the new baby and the new home. Thank and you. And uh, definitely can't wait to check you out when you're in the uh, tri-state area. And if I'm down in D.C. as well, like I'll, I'll definitely uh, I'll link you up. Wonderful. I look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.
controlling it. Don't care much where I've been. Had my share of dealing with my problems. I survived. Had some happy times, but I know something about to cry. Like we never met Hey, hey I know that you're gone I must be going crazy I'm still you at home Lock me away I'm crazy and hopeless Destroy the key Cause no doctor can cure it I'm shaking by the phone I can't stand to be alone I'm getting all the symptoms
Indeed, it's about that time, about that time. Before we get to that, too, uh, we got to sign on out of here. I want to thank, once again, Wayne for being on the program. Of course, everybody that uh, tuned in, listened, emailed, tweeted, joined us in the chat room. Big up to Lady Ginger. Big up to Guest 748 and the rest of the crew, of course, of course, of course. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. Remember, you can check us out at IndieReviewCD.com all day, every day. You can email us, IndieReviewCD at gmail.com. If there's someone you know, someone you manage, a family member, um, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, children, whatever it is that are looking or do something on the independent tip, definitely hit us up with all of that information. We do appreciate it. Stay safe out there. Stay strong and also before we go, Rachel usually does the daily slice, so let me give you one for today, and I say this to you. Your job is you and only you. When you are working in harmony with the law, no one can come between you and the universe. However, if you think another person can get in the way of what you want, then you have done a flip to the negative. Focus on creating what you want. You are the center of divine operation in your life, and your partner is the universe. No one can get in the way of your creation. That is, that is your daily slice of the day. Oh, and big up to uh, Wilma Jones. Uh, she's been listening while cooking a huge pot of chili. <laughs> Yes, indeed, and I'm sure, you know, she, she's getting all ready for, for next week, you know, when uh, Thanksgiving goes down and everybody, or not everybody, but a lot of people is going to be cooking and, and doing their thing. And thank you, Wilma, for um, checking us out and listening and enjoying the show. We do appreciate it. We'll be back once again to do another episode, and uh, Rachel will be back then as well. She's um, doing the great things that she does always. Thank you all. In the review.
Every time we undress 